0: Wow. Absolutely amazing. This, this feels incredible. Uh, live from Red Bank, New Jersey, from the beautiful restaurant that is Catch, Catch 19. Dominic Rizzo here with me. My name is Trifone Dimitropoulos. This is the Marty Score Wavy podcast, where we will be covering film, food, and other cool shit along the way. Um, we're here on a beautiful Wednesday night here. Uh, in Red Bank, and uh, this has been great. This is something I've always wanted to do. Um, we're not sure what we're actually doing, but we're just gonna go with the flow and uh, and see how it turns out. This might actually be our only episode we ever do. It's up to you guys to see if you want us to keep going. And but I think uh, you know when it comes down to it, I think we'll be doing this for a very long time because two legendary guys <laughs> in one room uh, is usually an epic occasion. But here we are. Um, Dominic, how are you feeling tonight?
1: I'm feeling good. Feeling happy and going to have fun.
0: You recently just wrapped a film with me. How did that feel?
1: Uh, It feels good to be an actor. I think I uh, tried very hard for you. I hope I did a good job for you. And um, now I can add that to my resume.
0: I think along with uh, Superstar Chef, now we can say very articulate actor.
1: Accomplished, some might say.
0: I think everybody might say that. So... So, here we are our episode one of the marty score wavy podcast we 're going to be covering a lot of stuff um, throughout the course of this series uh, we 'll be covering a lot of uh, movies, uh, films that both Dominic and I love uh, we 're going to be talking about a lot of a lot of dishes uh, in terms of food and, and, and stuff in the hospitality business and things that might you know we want to uh, put into the highlights, so to speak, on, on, a, on a spectrum where we can discuss where, it com- you know, depending on it's uh, a great restaurant or food or what have you. But more importantly, we'll be discussing food in film and the correlation between the two. Uh, and then, you know, some other cool stuff along the way. So um, just moving along, um, our first topic for tonight, we'll be discussing the, the intro uh, to the show, the film Dinner Rush, uh, starring Danny Aiello. Uh, I think uh, it's safe to say anything, anything Danny Aiello uh, touches is, is gold.
1: Absolutely. Uh,
0: uh, great guy, terrific talent. Um, the plot, incredible plot, right? Dominic uh, uh, was the one to, uh, you know, show me this film for the first time. And uh, I got to tell you, I was watching it. I was intrigued. But the ending really was incredible.
1: The, the best part about this film and the most intriguing thing is there's two completely different plots. If you look at it on my end, the food end, you have a restaurant owner, an old school Italian guy, old school Ginzo, has a restaurant that he bled, loves, gave it to his son, who's now evolving the restaurant and making it into something more modern and doing new food and new this. Now you have his father, who has his favorite cook, is the degenerate sous chef, who's late. Who doesn't give a shit who's banging one of the servers who's doing this that and the other thing but he cooks the father's favorite food that's the most intriguing start to the whole plot and that's a you know whatever you call it like a, an underlying plot to the whole Correct. movie and then you come into the end of it where it's the final we can talk about afterwards which is a completely different plot that's been going on the same time of the whole movie and that for me, like I said to you, I haven't seen the movie in 10 years, right? and that's the biggest things that stick out to me is the, 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 the realness of it and the, the, the actuality to the movie.
0: Well, it's great because even the uh, the first couple of shots we see in the film, spoiler alert by the way, for those of you that haven't seen the film yet, we apologize for being assholes and, uh, and killing the vibe, but uh, just press pause and rewind and come back to us when uh, you're ready. But... Uh, one of the greatest things that I noticed, especially me becoming you know being a filmmaker, um, the shots of the kitchen, the shots of the of the plates and and, and the dishes being prepped and, and the realness of it and the realness of it I mean you actually felt like you were there, and you know, uh, you know knowing you for quite some time now and, and in your business i 've been in the trenches with you uh, quite a few times, and uh, you know just seeing what they captured just made you feel like you were actually part of that of that line uh, of that crew of uh, you
1: know those scenes, that you can't hear anything else but dinner plates. Right. And silverware and people yelling and talking. You don't hear, even if there is another script or anything, you don't you don't hear anything else. Right. Which is the same thing when it's busy in a restaurant. You don't hear the music that's playing. You can hear a lady out of your left ear complaining about a salmon and nothing else that's put across the restaurant about the dinner plates, the silverware, the dishwasher, somebody fell, somebody's 86, something that. Right.
0: And And the greatest thing about all of that is... The entire film takes place in one night, and as I was watching this, you know, in the beginning stages, I was like, man, wouldn't, I, you know, man, I really... Man,
1: Dom's an asshole.
0: <laughs> I, you know, I thought to myself, wouldn't it be awesome if this film was actually taking place in one night, and it turned out that it was, and uh, man, just, uh, the ending was, was epic, it was incredible, uh, you know you know the the father uh you know is getting a lot of heat from from mobsters uh you know on the bordering town and you know he invites them to dinner he invites the the chief of police to dinner and everything's happening all these you know plot Developments are, are, are happening and characters are developing and, and there's conflict and there's love interest and all this stuff. While this is all going on, we see these while two... While the food critic is there. While the food critic is there. I mean, everything's... It's just a, it's a, a controlled chaos. It's a big ball of fuckery that's going down in this restaurant. And there's two mobsters having dinner, you know, kind of trying to muscle up the, the father, you know, talking in the bathroom, telling them that they want to be uh, business partners and, you know, getting a cut like the old school way. And then at the very end, throughout the guy this, at the, bar. the guy at the bar throughout the entire film, there was this guy. Um, he plays Aiden in Sex in the City. Um, terrific actor. Uh, what's his name? Uh, it's coming to me right now. John Corbett. And um, you know he's pl- he plays this guy that's at the bar, just kind of people watching. The bartender asks him, "What are you here for?" I just like the people watch. I like to drink. And the guy just you know he gets sporadically shown throughout the film. All of a sudden. At the end of the film, Danny Aiello's character tells his son, "You listen, uh, son. The place is yours. You can have it." Uh, he he solves some problems. He gives the kid the thirteen grand um, for the the degenerate the gambling that he had. The sous chef had that problem with the gambling, and then all of a sudden, the goombas come up to him again. Like, "Hey, listen. We want to talk to you again." He goes, "No problem." He takes his coat instead of meeting them downstairs. Leaves. The two guys go downstairs. The guy that was at the bar the entire time, Aiden from Sex and the City, goes down the staircase, goes into the bathroom, washes his hands. One of the guys comes in the bathroom, kills him with a silenced gun, kills the other guy with a silenced gun. Unbelievable. A great Incredible. The father is, you know, in his car with the driver. They meet up. It turns out that the guy that was the Planned killer
1: it the
0: planted it the whole time, and he was a, a stock guy. He was, he was a Wall Street guy. Yep. And he gives him the thirteen grand that he, they gave the mobsters because the stepson or, you know, the, 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 the son wannabe to give to him. It's just incredible.
1: All because the kid, the degenerate gambler, cooked the best old-school ginzo, broccoli rob sausage, old-school meal, and that saved his whole life. Get him in business, saved his whole life. That's it.
0: And it goes to show you, food goes a long way, does it not? Yeah. Food can solve many things. Food can really do pretty much about, great food, I'm sorry, great food can pretty much do about anything. It could solve relationships, it can solve.
1: And food withstands anything. Everybody needs to eat no matter what capacity no matter where, what right when how food is food it's depending on how how you set the hospitality how you set the love how you set everything up in relation to food wine hospitality it's the, the whole thing and that goes to show you in that movie you have the guy that cooks the old school ginzo sausage and peppers right. and broccoli rub then you have this there's uh, executive chef that's trying to get his michelin star right almost like bradley whatever in, in burnt and then you have the, the, everybody, it's transcending throughout the whole thing, where food, in one way or another, is to how you present it, how it's received, who's receiving it, and it's all about the hospitality of it.
0: And that's going to be a theme that you're going to hear a lot on this podcast is, you know, how we're going to tie in hospitality with films and, and vice versa. I mean, uh, hospitality goes a long way. Uh, Dominic being in the in the realm of of the industry and being a very successful businessman and chef, you know hospitality is everything, and that goes the same with films. I mean you want an audience that can appreciate your vision, and I think that goes the same with you know the culinary uh, realm I mean you know people eat with their eyes first you know and and Absolutely. and when they see incredible plates and incredible presentation, you know right there that 's a home run, same thing with a film you know those those first five ten minutes of the film, you're, you're setting the standard and you're setting the tone. And I think uh, Dinner Rush is a great example of that. I mean, and it combines both worlds. And I think it's just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm f- very fortunate to have Dominic here to, to actually have these types of suggestions because, you know, here's a guy that really knows a lot about food and, and, and really lives food. And here I am, you know, strictly, you know, filmmaking, 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 movies with and cinema. With great hair. With great hair. Um, and, you know, when you put those two worlds together, it's, it's incredible. And uh, it was a great film, great independent film. Uh, Dinner Rush, once again. The film's called Dinner Rush, uh, about an hour and 39 minutes. Uh, it was uh, filmed in the year 2000. They released it. Uh, and, again, Danny Ilo, John Corbett, um, a few other people you might recognize. Great film. Um, moving along to the food industry and uh, other things that... You know, we are going to be talking about the show. Something that Dominic and I uh, both share a common interest in, um, Action Bronson, um, one of our favorite rappers, um, just absolutely incredible talent. Uh, the guy's amazing. And, um, <laughs> yes, he's just incredibly gifted. Um his rap career has, you know, catapulted to uh, higher levels. But what a lot of people don't know about Action Bronson is that he was heavy, heavy, heavy in the culinary game.
1: Easy with the heavy word.
0: <laughs> he was a chef for quite some time. Uh, knows a lot about food. Um, you know, some people might even might even know him from his uh, Vice uh, Iceland TV show, uh, "Fuck That's Delicious," which is now a book. Um, and anana and. and Annotated guide to eating well with Action Bronson. Uh, once again, fuck that's delicious. Uh, one of his uh, TV shows that turned to a book, and you know he still has a he still has the show, and he's doing a great job showcasing a lot of things. And he's actually very uh, good friends with uh, Mary Mary Batali, who you know you know quite a lot about. Um, and one one of these thing, uh, one of these um, excerpts from the book in Fuck That's Delicious that I came across, and you probably might enjoy this. His eggs and peppers dish, uh, family recipe, Um, and what I noticed about this is he uses a lot of truffles in this dish, eggs, a mixture of egg whites, yolks, um, hot peppers, uh, specifically straight peppers, preferably lawn hots, um, or Anaheim, Anaheim peppers here it says here? Yeah,
1: Anaheim. What he does very well, and if you can, so peppers and eggs is the most old school Comfort food type thing you can do. What he does very well is take that that Mario Batali side of it, the comfort food, the tradition, the thing, and 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 mix it with his urban style, what they want to call it, urban hip hop, whatever it is. Where it, it's that fuck you, it's delicious. So they, obviously the name and thing, fuck, that's delicious. That that fat boy thing, and then class it up with your truffle, with your garlic crostini, and he really puts the chef twist on it. And he gets a great crowd because of his following. And he does a great job. He's a perfect mix of Mario Batali and Jay-Z. He mixes the, the urban everything and puts a good twist on, uh, on good food.
0: He's definitely a much cooler Guy Fieri.
1: Mm, and I'm, we're both much cooler Guy Fieri.
0: I think so. Yeah, I think that's safe to say. Hopefully Guy Fieri has listened to this. Hopefully he does. I mean, uh, just well, actually the chances of him listening to this are actually pretty high because I'm not sure what he's doing right now. Probably nothing. Um, but I mean, just a lot of great stuff here. Pit Q caramel beef ribs.
1: Yeah, he's got a lot of good stuff, and it's all it's all tied into. I mean, for lack of better terms, not against him. Fat boy food, fun, delicious. That giant f- eight inch blunt in his mouth. Fun stuff to eat. Oh,
0: I mean, I think uh, Action Bronson lives a life that we both can attest to. That you know, something we inspire and aspire to be. So. Um But, yeah, I mean, uh, it's been uh, a tremendous first episode. Uh, Dominic, thank you. Uh, We're actually, you know, kind of doing this on the fly and and making sure everything is uh, up to snuff and up to par. But hopefully you guys enjoyed uh, these 15 minutes or so uh, here in beautiful Red Bank, New Jersey. Um, That does conclude Episode 1 of um, the Marty Squaw Wavy Podcast. Uh, I'm Trefon Dimitropoulos, filmmaker, visionary, and with me, Dominic Rizzo entrepreneur chef businessman hero actor we'll see you guys episode two thank you so much